Hello, everybody. Hi, this is Tom with the Ramble Red Hit Show. I'm turning up the microphone. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Um, can you hear me okay? Let me know, let me know, let me know, let me know. Blah, 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 blah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pride 48 experience with Rambo Redhead. Um, well, I just wanted to let you know that I wanted to... I, I got to tell you, folks, to be completely honest with you, today has been a very super-duper frustrating day. Um, you know, first of all, it starts... See, every... Um, you know, normally every Sunday and Monday, it, it always seems to kind of drag... And, uh, well, I'll get to that later. But what I wanted to do is I want to tell you about all the fun stuff that's been going on since I last recorded last week. And I did not post that show, and I don't know why I didn't. I guess I didn't think it was all that great. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to chat with you. We have some people in the chat room, so I want to say thank you all for spending your very valuable time with me. And uh, say hello. We have a mib. Hello, mib. And we have that blue jeans guy, and we have the one and only Mr. Toby Smelly. Hello, Toby Smelly. And uh, just want to say hello to you, all of you. And uh, I want to tell you that I did my last show last uh, Tuesday, and of course we had the Super Tuesday. We had the the big thing going on, and of course um, the thing with Trump. And then of course today is another Super Tuesday with uh, Michigan and uh, Mississippi and. I don't know what the other states are because I haven't looked at it normally like I normally do. And uh, anyway, uh, hold on, please. I have to turn my phone off. Um, but uh, anyway, oh, we have an update. We have an update um, on the election fund. If you actually give a shit. Um, according to the little lord I got, uh, Donald Trump wins Michigan. Thank you, David. Uh, also, um, Trump and Clinton wins Mississippi. And all that good stuff. So, there we go. Um, so, we got that. But, okay, so, basically, so last week, um, you know, we talked about the election stuff and all this stuff going on. It's just been crazy. Um, and I did not watch the Democratic uh, debate or whatever the other day, but I did record it. And I heard that there was a part where Hillary like attacked Sanders, and and I guess it was a big hubbub. So I want to watch it. And then I read this very interesting article about um, about how Sanders, when he's like interrupting her, or like he's talking and she tries to interrupt him, and he goes, like, "I'm still talking," you know, and he shakes the finger at her. And it was a very interesting article talking about how you know how he's being like demeaning to her, and like it's demeaning to women, and. Um, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I just find it really interesting how people, you know, can take one thing and then interpret it and, in, you know, into whatever they want to believe. So, I mean, for example, you if you really wanted to make a big deal about something, you could easily do it. Like, for example, if you got a text, um, of course, you don't know the context of the text because as you get it. But you could easily go one way or the other. Or if you got an email, it's one way or the other, you know. And so I just find it really interesting. Like, for example... People are comparing Sanders like, well, you're you're being uh, hateful to women because Hillary's a woman, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. All these different articles. And they're talking about Trump and how people 
um, you know, and how the Republican Party wants to not have anything to do with Trump, but they didn't say anything about him running at the very beginning. They didn't say anything like a year ago when he talked about running. They didn't say any of this, but now that he's actually leading everything, all of a sudden, like, no, we don't want him. We don't want him. So I just find that that that's interesting. Um, uh, well, what I want to do is just say about a couple of things that happened last week, and uh, one of the things that happened is. Um, I, Roger and I went uh, to this restaurant called Cafe Navarre, which is a local restaurant, and it's uh, kind of like a French cuisine. I didn't realize that it was until uh, later, but uh, my best friend Doug and his wife, we went there, and we kind of had a so-so meal, and I, I kind of, I think I did tell you all about that. And it was just, I just felt really disappointed, you know, after it happened. And so I did talk with the manager, and I explained to him about, you know, the things that happened. And he goes, wow. And he goes, I'm really sorry. We kind of screwed up from beginning to end. And what he did is he said, uh, because I had a reservation for last Friday. That's the reason why I'm bringing it up. And for those people who may not know uh, the story that we had a bad experience, and, and I... You know, I vocalized that to the manager, and he said that, and I said, well, I have a reservation for this Friday, but I don't know if I'm going to keep it. And he goes, well, I'm so sorry, sir. I would like to, let's make it right for you. Um, so please keep the reservation for, for, for last Friday, and uh, the dinner is on us. So I said, okay. So uh, Roger and I went back, and uh, we, we, you know, we got there. And the thing was, uh, we get to the restaurant, and... Um, we walk in and we told the, you know, the 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 front, the check-in person that we were that we the reservation and all that stuff. And she goes, "Oh, we'll take you to the table right away." And they took us to this booth. And on the booth, there was a sign that said "reserved," which I thought was kind of interesting that they did that. And uh, and then two seconds later, the manager who I talked to on the phone uh, uh, said, "Hello, Mr. Bleep," and uh, he says, uh, "Thank you so much for dining with us tonight. Uh, I'm going to make sure that you get the, one of our best servers, and we're going to take care of everything. Um, so whatever you'd like, whatever you'd like to order, it's on us." And I'm like, "Okay." So Roger and I talked, and see, one of the things that I love there is that they have this amazing um, mushroom soup, and uh, it's out of this world. And then Roger got the salad, and then we both got the fillet. Um, and if you want to see a picture of it, go to last Friday and you can see an actual picture. And it's all pretty. It's all pretty. It's very, very pretty. Um, so I got the filet with the, the potatoes and the green beans and mushrooms. And it, it was very good. And uh, and so it was much better this time. And then the, the, the weird, interesting thing is that uh, the manager comes back and he kept he kept coming back throughout the whole meal and he kept saying, hey is everything all right is everything okay and see the one of the things that happened the the other night with I went with our, with our friends is that we I got that same soup and it was really cold and in the past it was very very hot and it was cold so I was kind of so we you know but the thing was when they brought it out the next the the new time this last Friday the plate to the bowl was like piping hot it was it was like night and day difference so obviously the, the, he remembered that uh from my conversation and he even personally brought the soups out and the salad and stuff and then what happened was after we got done with the meal he he comes and he goes uh well i hope that you save room for dessert and i said no we're really full we're not going to do that and then two seconds later he says he comes up to the table and he says, oh, I'd like to introduce you to our new chef that we have here at the, the restaurant. And uh, I wanted to, uh, you know, have him talk with you. And the thing was, the very first thing the guy says, and he's a young African-American guy. I mean, he looked really, really young. And I'm like, how can he be the chef of this restaurant? Because he looked so incredibly young. But 
I guess I'm so old and, you know. But anyway, he comes up to the table and he says, I understand that the last time you were here, you had a really disappointing meal. Now, I wasn't working here then, but I just want to say as part of the restaurant, as part of a representative of the restaurant, I just want to tell you that I'm so sorry about that and that we're definitely making changes to improve things. And in fact, you know, next month we're going to be having a new menu and uh, we're going to have all these new items and we certainly hope that you'll come back and give it a try. And uh, and he says, I understand that you decided you didn't want to get dessert tonight. And I said, no, we're both really full. And uh, he goes, well, I would like to bring something out because I made this rhubarb, rhubarb cobbler. And I was like, because mm, I'm not normally a big fan of rhubarb. But anyway, he, he said, I'd like to bring it out and have you try it. It's something new that we're thinking about putting on the menu. Um, and then he brings it out and it was this, you know, a huge bowl of this rhubarb cobbler with a scoop of ice cream. And I was like, ew, I'm not a big fan of rhubarb. I'm probably going to hate it. And then Roger said, well, you got to try it. Just try it. So I try it. And I have to say that I don't know what he did to it, but I, or I, I've been, or let's just say the rhubarb I've had before was not that good. And, but this was really, really good. And, uh, and so I'm glad I took the, because if I would have automatically went to that level and went, eh, um, that I'm glad that I did. And then the funny thing is that we're sitting there eating it. And I ate a couple of spoonsfuls and then Roger was eating it. And, and then uh, all of a sudden he was like, he's like, don't really eating it. And I'm like, hold on, Mary, I'm going to have another bite. And he goes, oh, well, I thought you didn't like it. I said, I like it. It's good. You know, and so it was kind of funny. So we were joking about that. And then um, and then the next thing you know, the manager came up. He says, well, I just want you to know uh, that, the, you know, the check is on us. Everything's fine. You don't have to worry about anything. And I said, well, I would like to get the total so I know how much to tip the server because I still want to tip them uh, for the amount. So he said, oh, of course, certainly, sir. So he he brought it out and, and I gave him a tip because the guy was really, really amazing. So he was really, really good. So, oh, bye, we have Sigma Wolf. Hello, Mr. Sigma Wolf. Hello, welcome back. Ru- no, it was Rhubarb Cobbler. Um, so it was uh, it was really, really good. So I have to say that I was very impressed. And Roger said, yeah, I think I would be willing to come back. Because to be honest with you, the last time we went, it was horrible. It was, it was, we just had a lot of, you know, like the vegetables weren't cooked all the way. The soup was cold. The, you know, um, my friend said he didn't want the spicy meal. And they said they could put the because the, they got a seafood um, pasta and uh, it was supposed to have like shrimp and scallops and mussels and all this stuff and it was supposed to be a milder sauce well they put the regular sauce on and he it was too hot and he had some issues he's the one that had the stomach stuff so it was just really not a good thing and I saw so I was kind of disappointed so that's the whole reason why all that started so then what happened was after the show or after the meal was over I'm getting ahead of myself um, we went to because uh, we have a performance uh they do Broadway shows that travel all over the country. And, uh, well, on Friday night, Roger and I went to go see 42nd Street, which is based in, it's like based in 1933. And it's about this new musical. And I never, I mean, I've heard about it, but I've never, I never saw the show before. And, uh, and Roger and I were both looking forward to seeing it. And I have to tell you that I've seen a lot of musicals. I've seen a lot of shows there at the Morris. And I spent lots and lots of money there. I love supporting the arts. And um, I have to say that of all the shows that I've seen over the last few years, I'd have to say that this one would probably be in my top two for sure. And I think the other one would be Chicago. Um, I didn't like the movie Chicago, but I liked the the actual um, 
play or musical of it. I thought it was really, really good. And the dancing in 42nd Street was amazing. Um, there's a lot of songs in it that are very familiar. So if you go to iTunes and you look for it, you can see. And there's quite a few that I thought were really good. In fact, please hold on for one second. And uh, I'm going to pull it up real quick. And let's see if I can find it. And I can tell you. Uh, okay, see, they actually have the original broadcast, Broadway cast recording. You can get it for nine ninety nine. Um, but uh, there's quite a few songs there that I really like. No, oh, wait a minute. Now what I'm seeing here is different than what I. I think they must. This must be. I don't know. This doesn't seem to be the same one. Um, but maybe it's different. I don't know. But it's it's it's. it's oh, that's no, not it. Okay. Fuck. Anyway, I just it's not coming up the way that I want it to, darling. Okay. But uh, oh, they have the London Theatre Orchestra production. Okay, let's click on that one and see. I I would. There's a song called You're Getting to Be a Habit with Me. And then it's also Wearing the Money. Do you guys remember that one? And Dames, Dames, Dames! Okay. Okay, anyway. So, and then, of course, the infamous uh, 42nd Street song. Okay, so anyway, so we went to go see the show. And I have to say, it was really, 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 really good. All right? All right. I was like, so good. Oh, my God. That was amazing. So, um... Anyway, so it was, uh, it was, a, so it's just talking about the cobbler. Okay, so anyway, so then after the show, it, the bad thing is I grabbed my wrong coat because uh, I have this one coat that's uh, an Ebawa coat and it's quite uh, delicious for the cold weather. And, uh, well, I grabbed this one lighter jacket that I had and it was fucking cold on Friday night. So we were like, Bleh. so it was really cold. So then on the Saturday, uh, one of the things that happened is that, see, um, as I told you about before, and you've heard shows before that I do with my, I've done with my sister, and she's my older sister. She's six years older. And to be honest with you, with me and my lovely pinched nerve and the pain, and I was not moving around too well. And then, unfortunately, um, she's going through some stuff right now uh, that is affecting like her hip and and around you know. And so she's not able to get around very well. But she had called the other day and she said, hey, I'd love to get together with you and Roger and uh, I would love to go to Outback. And I was wondering if you guys would like to go. And I said, oh, yeah, well, then why don't you come over afterwards after we get done with lunch? Then we could go home and we could watch a movie called Inside Out, which is an animated movie. And it's been very, very popular and it's been winning all the kinds of awards. And the thing was that I promised my sister that we would go see it when it was in the theater but i think you know all the you know shit happened you know the work or her work or you know whatever we just never did and i said so what i did is i went ahead and bought it and i never opened the package i said okay i'll just keep it and we're gonna watch it the next time you know kim comes up and so uh so we decided to go to outback and the to be honest with you um the last time that roger and i went to outback it was not a very good experience in fact we got there to the restaurant we put our name in uh, and then all of a sudden, it's they said, oh, it's gonna be like forty minutes for a wait. So we're sitting there being very patient, and we're talking, we're on the phone, we're you know all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, all these other people kept coming in, and all of a sudden, all these other people kept getting seated that were arrived after us, that in like way after us. And I'm like, 
okay, what the hell is the problem? So then I went up and I said, you know, what's going on? We've been here for an hour and people who got here after us are getting seated. Oh, uh, we thought you all, we already sat you. And so we closed your, your name out. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, well, hello. And then we, we get the server and then the whole thing was just awful. And Roger says, I don't really want to go back again. But then when I talked to him about like, hey, let's go um, to all back for her because Kim wanted to go because they have these new steaks with these new sauces and she's going on and on about how she wants to go. She wants to try it. She wants to go. She wants to try it and we're going to go. And I'm like, okay, fine. So she comes over and then we drove over and we get there and the number one thing that is mostly ordered when you go to Outback is what? Ladies and gentlemen, is what? It's the onion blossom. The heart attack on the plate. And so Kim goes, you want to order that? You want to order that? You want to order that? And, you know, because she talks but anyway, so she we ordered that, and this big, huge blooming onion is like a billion calories, and so we are sitting there stuffing our faces with that, and then um, the funny thing is, then as we're sitting there, you know, and we're looking at the menu and looking at all the things because all these they got chicken dishes with these different sauces, and they have these new steaks with with marsala and mushrooms and all this stuff. And then they had another one I can't remember, and it's just going on and on. I'm like, okay, Kim, which one of those are you gonna get? She goes, I'm not gonna get one of those. I'm gonna get a fillet with the garlic butter thing on it. And I'm like, what? You wanted to come here for get one of these damn steaks that you saw in a commercial, and you let marketing win, and you wanted to get one of these damn things, and you're gonna get one of these damn fillets that doesn't have the damn sauces. And she goes, yes. And I went, okay. So I thought, it was really funny. So I hear the whole point of us going to Outback was that she wanted to get a steak with the sauce. And what did she do? She orders something different. Would you slap somebody if they did that? <laughs> but uh, anyway, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was, uh, uh, oh, crazy. Okay. And Toppy just said, um, <laughs> uh, Toppy said they're building an Outback Steakhouse here in the Pickle Hollow. And by the way, um, David, that blue jeans guy said, oh, by the way, about the Trump comment, fuck you very much, Tom. You're welcome, David. I just was teasing. I was just teasing that the state of Michigan voted for Trump. I was just teasing, and you're from Michigan. God damn, get over it. And then we have a comment from Sigma. He says, since we're all friends here, what about the Trump pledge salute? Oh, that, that was awful. That was really awful. I uh, was awful. Yeah, people were pledging that they were all going to vote for him. And uh, and Tapia just wrote, LOL, remember when Ponderosa was the last word in the chain steakhouse? Oh, my God, they were so bad. Yeah, all the Ponderosas uh, are closed here. In fact, one that we had in the local area was around for like 30-some years. Uh, closed a little while ago, so it's it's kind of sad. I did love those. They had like these dinner rolls, and they were really good. And I'm, I miss those. Okay, I'm a bread person. Okay. Uh, Sigwin posted an article about... Uh, he asked people to touch their heart with their right hand and then they put their hand out in front of them. Hey, that's like the Nazis. Way to go, Trump. So uh, anyway, so we went to Outback. And again, the, the thing was weird is that we get there and I ordered a salad and I think Roger ordered a salad and then my sister ordered French onion soup. And we're sitting there and we're eating our salads and the server says, oh, I'll bring your soup right away. And then she just disappears and we're waiting and we're like, what the hell? And uh, and then finally, we had to ask another server to get our server. And then we said, uh, what happened to her soup? 
And then they bring it out, and it looked like they put like only a third of the soup in the bowl. And you know, with French onion, they put the layer of cheese. Well, the layer of cheese, instead of being over the bowl, like it's supposed to, it was like inside the bowl, sinking, and it just looked like it's under the heat lamp too long. And then, uh, you know, then she eats like two bites, and she goes, "It's not very good." And then the next thing you know, she. They bring out the and see Kim got the fillet. It was a small fillet with the garlic butter, and then she was getting the. She was eating more healthy food. She got the fries, the cheese, and the bacon, and uh, well, they bring that out, and it looked like again that her food was sitting like under the heat lamp for like an hour. It looked really gross, and and I said Kim, you know, and then they cooked the fillet too long, much longer than they should have, the way she wanted it. I said, Kim, say something to her because this is not right. And, you know, and then they brought the, you know, the food out again and it looked better, but they still overcooked the filet, which I, I, I just don't understand that if you're a steak place, you think that you would know how to cook a steak at a proper temperature. So it was just really weird. And then, you know, we kept waiting and waiting for things. And then all of a sudden the final server comes up and. And she hands my sister her bill, which included, you know, her drink and the part of the appetizer and her meal. And it was like 30 some dollars. And I said, Kim, you should tell them that they should take something off. And then she gave me this look like, really? And I'm like, yes. And then so I told the server, I said, you know, number one, she had to wait for a soup. It was horrible. Then they had to wait for the meal. And then it comes out. It's overcooked. And the fries were right. I said, can you do something for her check? And the server said, oh, yeah, well, I'll go talk to the manager and see what we can do. Well, then she comes back and she says, uh, we're going to we're gonna take the steak completely off her, off her bill. And all she's got to do is pay for a drink and the appetizer. And Kim was like, oh, OK. So she only paid like six dollars. So it was just it was just really weird. So uh, and then we came back home and uh, and that's when we decided to watch Inside Out. Now, the thing is, I've heard plenty of podcasts talk about this movie and uh, and I have to say that I, I, I was a little concerned about watching it because, I, to be honest with you, I was in a pretty good mood. And the thing is that I heard that it's very sad and that there's a part that will make you cry. So as I'm watching this movie, um, at the very beginning, I was already starting to get kind of emotional about it because it's about this family and, you know, and the thing. I mean, you have to see it to appreciate the movie if you haven't already. But I'm not going to spoil it. But I just want to say I th- I think it was a very good movie. I don't think it has lived up to the hype of the movie that people have said. But but I thought it was a, a very uh, – I thought it was a very good movie. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pull up IMDb real quick and then I will look it up for you. But it's uh, okay. Here we go. It's it's got uh, Amy Poehler, and uh, it has okay. What it is? It says after young Riley is uprooted from her Midwest life and moves to San Francisco, her emotions, joy, fear, anger, disgust, and sadness conflict on how best to navigate a new city, a new house, and a new school. And it, it stars a bunch of famous people like Amy Poehler, uh, Bill Hatter from Center Live, Lewis Black, and uh, there's a whole bunch of other people. And it, it, in fact, it, I really find it amazing when you're watching an animated movie and you're listening to the that you normally could pick out the people. But I have to say, a lot of these animated movies, I I can't pick it. I had no idea that Amy Poehler was in it. Um, uh, Richard Kind is another character of Bing Bong. Uh, Bill Hatter, Lewis Black, like I said, Mindy Kaling. Um, and they're all different voices. Joy, sadness, fear, anger, disgust. And uh, and it was just 
really interesting and it was a really cute movie i thought it was very well done i thought the, the animation was amazing um but i have to say as i'm watching this i was starting to get a little emotional in fact there's one couple parts that i was getting teared up and i'm like nothing's really happened yet why am i getting so emotional and i think part of it was because as you, many of you know i lost my mom back in september and i guess that's what i was afraid of i was afraid like maybe one of the parents was going to die because you know a lot of these uh disney or whatever movie sometimes they have you know stuff like this so i guess that was part of me that I was a little worried about and uh so i i don't know i was just really kind of kind of strange and so i was just a little and then it got to this part where there's this one scene where it did get rather um you know touching and and i i figured that that was the part and so i emailed a fellow podcaster and i and I asked him, I said, is this the part that, that you know, was this, the sad thing that you mentioned? And he said, yes. And so, um, and so I, 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 you know, I agreed with that part was very sad. It was very touching. And so, and I got a little emotional watching that. And then, um, and then afterwards, Dolroth, I said, well, what do you think? You know, and like, if you go to IMDb right now, it's got a rating of 8.3 out of 10. And I mean, I think it's good, but I don't. I don't know if I would say like, oh my God, of all the movies and animation, that is one of the best. You know, I probably wouldn't say that. But I think that overall, I mean, I I thought it was good. You know, I'd give it maybe a 7 out of 10. So it's still up there, but, you know, and then the other thing is like the people, like they have, like I said, there's joy, there's sadness, there's fear, there's anger, disgust. Well, the thing was that a lot of people at the time when the movie first came out were bitching that uh, sadness is this blue character and they said, oh, well, and the person is kind of of the heavy set. So, that, you know, and so people are like, well, why does the heavy set character have to be the depression, the, the sadness? And so there's a lot of controversy about that. So I just thought it was, you know, interesting about how people are doing it. So um, Toppy said, what? <laughs> Tom getting emotional? Never. Okay, so anyway, so it's, it's, it's okay, people, uh, he did seem to get a little chuck up there. Tom used his phone during a movie? I did not. Who said that? Not sure. But anyway, so, so anyway, so it was really great to spend time with Kim. And one of the things I did go to, there's a, a new store that has opened. I don't know if you guys have them in your area, but it's called Fresh time t-h-y-m-e and it's kind of like uh if you compare it to anything it's probably like um like a whole foods or whatever it's a very um no i did not text anybody in the middle of the book um so um anyway so i went there and they had these uh like gourmet chocolate truffle cupcakes and see my sister is definitely a dessert person she loves the desserts so I thought I'll buy them for her. And so when she came over, we had this little, these cupcakes with ice cream. And I bought some organic cookies and cream, ice cream. And I was like, you know, it's like six bucks for a, a thing of ice cream. And I thought, oh, well, let's see what how good organic ice cream would be. Like a little uh, one percent or what. Okay. So anyway, so we got that. So I had that with the cupcake. And, the, and then I bought some gourmet dark chocolate sauce to put on the 
uh, you know, ice cream. And then, of course, if you're going to have ice cream and you're going to have chocolate sauce with a cupcake, of course you have to use some sea salt almonds crushed up in a little baggie and poured all over your ice cream. So it's very important. So, uh... <laughs> so we had organic cupcakes with organic uh, ice cream, and then we had uh, processed, full of chemicals and things that will probably kill us, dark chocolate sauce. And then we had some overpriced salted almonds on top. Okay, so we had that, and and they the little bit of the cupcake, they had a little bit of a frosting, and you could tell it was dark chocolate. And the thing is, I have to give credit to, to Roger, is that he has opened my eyes and and taste buds to eating more dark chocolate because in the past I always thought it was more bitter and I didn't like it. But now I'm like buying all this stuff with dark chocolate, dark chocolate M&M, dark chocolate this, dark chocolate that. And one day he gave me like this lint dark chocolate and it was like 90% whatever and it was like, it was awful. But everything else I've tried. And the funny thing is that dark chocolate sauce that I mentioned just a few seconds ago, um, I put some on his ice cream and he goes, oh, it's really kind of bitter. And I'm like... You think that is bitter and you're willing to eat that other crap that was really bad and awful? Made me want to vomit? Yeah. Okay. So uh, here we go. Toppy says, yay, Roger. Dark chocolate is awesome. And uh, Sigma Wolf said, laces. Laces. Okay. So um, and did they also say it was gluten-free? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can check. Hold on. And repeat's laying on the floor going, What the fuck are you doing up there? You're crazy. You're going crazy. Pet me, pet me, pet me, pet me, pet me, pet me. Okay, so then what happens? So then after then Kim left. And then, uh, so Saturday evening, I can't remember. I don't think we did a whole lot Saturday. And I think we went into lazy mode. And then Sunday, Sunday, we got up and see that normally what we do on Sunday is that we have... Normally we have eggs, we have some scrambled eggs, because I do not eat fried eggs. I think that's disgusting to have fried eggs with runny, runny things. It's gross. Do you like runny eggs, people in the chat room? Because I think that's disgusting. You know, when you you poke it and it gets all over your plate, it looks like an autopsy of orange blood. It's quite disgusting. So anyway, so uh, we, and then the other thing is that, see, I am a bacon fanatic. So I love bacon, love bacon. And one of the things that we do is Roger is now a perfectionist when it comes to bacon making. He's a great bacon bacon baker. Okay, say that five times real fast. He's the best bacon baker in the world. Okay, so what we, we bought is that we normally buy, like, in the store like Bob Evans, and we have country pepper. See, before he just wanted, like, maple, bacon, or whatever, and it was really good. But then all of a sudden, he bit the bullet, and he bought some country pepper bacon. So he's the bacon baker, and he's the best bacon baker in the world. (laughs) Anyway, so we had that, and... uh, But while I was at that store, I decided to buy some of their freshly made in the meat counter... uh, peppered bacon and it was quite expensive i must say and uh but the guy behind the counter was quite delicious he was really quite handsome i and he wrapped my bacon like a pro okay (laughs) he wrapped my bacon like a pro okay anyway um oh by the way toppy this is breaking news we have update from um 
Oh, Sigma Wolf said, no, just say runny eggs again. No. Uh, suddenly, Ramble is doing Sean Connery. Hello, Sean. I'm James Bond. James Bond. And then uh, David, that Blue Jeans guy, of, soul, of course, says he loves fried eggs. And uh, Toppy said, well, I love eggs any old way. I suppose my fave is sunny side up. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. Uh, I must say it's gross. So uh, so anyway, Roger, we, what we did is we bought this, like I said, it's very thick, very thick bacon, and we put it in the oven. Now, I don't know how you guys cook it, your bacon, but I I love cooking the bacon in the oven. You put some tinfoil on the cookie sheet, you lay the bacon out, you cook it at 350 or 375, depending on what you want to do, and you cook it at like 15 minutes, and it comes out to this... Uh, lovely, well done. Because I, I like my bacon crispy, crispy, crispy. So if you ever eat breakfast with me and I order bacon, that's what I'm going to say. I'm like, crispy, crispy, crispy. And uh, in fact, one time I went to a restaurant, ordered my bacon that way, and they actually put it on the receipt. They said, bacon, crispy, crispy, crispy. So I thought that was quite hilarious. So anyway, so we bought this new bacon, and we're putting it on the pan, and we're trying to cook it like we normally would do the store-bought stuff. And it was taking forever. So we had the bacon in like for 23 minutes, I think, and they still were not that, uh, you know, because normally if you cook them by 15 minutes, the the other with more fat and all that crap that they normally come out kind of disgustingly burnt and there's a lot of grease and everything it's mm, good and uh, but this bacon was not cooking because it had more meat to it rather than more fat and so we're cooking it we're cooking it we're cooking it cooking it cooking it and then roger says okay i think it's finally time to take the bacon out and we take the bacon out and you know, and of course he's wiping off the grease and everything so we're not really killing ourselves that badly and we take it out and i was like Ew, this is not that great. It's not that great. So it was kind of a little disappointing. So from now on, I'm just going to buy store Bob Evans country pepper bacon or whatever the maple blah, blah, blah flavor. And we'll just eat that and we'll be happy and I'll save some money. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So then. Oh, Sigma just said, I want my meat chewy. Okay. Um, and Toppy said, I have to admit bacon done in the oven is probably the best. Yes. Um, David, that blue cheese guy said, it sounds like fingers down at Blackboard. Well, thank you, David. Looks like your show. Okay. Um, any, okay, also, oh, now Toppy just wrote, I have to say, he just wrote, is there anything worse than turkey bacon? Now, now Toppy, I just want you to know that, see, when I first met Roger, uh, one of the things, see, he was, he was being really good about his diet and everything like that. And so rather than having regular bacon, he would make turkey bacon and he would make it in the microwave and he would wrap it up in the paper towels and, uh, and then I would eat it and I'm like, oh, this is just wonderful. And, uh, and it really wasn't, it was awful. So I said, let's try regular bacon. And then he's, we haven't had turkey bacon since. <laughs> so, and then I keep telling him, yeah, we probably shouldn't eat bacon all the time. And he goes, well, it's once a week. Who cares? So, uh, so he says, live, let live, all that good stuff. So there you go. But he would make it at first. And I was like, oh, this is awful. This is terrible. It's like, I can eat the paper would be healthier than this turkey bacon. It's awful. It doesn't look like real bacon. It looks really gross. It's like pale. It's it's not it's not crunchy. It's not nothing. And then one time we did cook the turkey bacon in the oven, and it was it was a horrible disaster. 
So uh, anyway, so that's what happened. And then after we had our... Uh, Oh, Toppy said it once a week. Oh, that's not a problem. I think that's very reasonable. Thank you, Toppy. Thank you, Dr. Toppy. Okay, thank you. So then what happened, ladies and gentlemen? Now, one thing I want to let you know is that, see, I hurt my leg around the middle of November. And then, of course, it traveled into two months later. And so guess what happened in the middle or near the end of December was a certain movie came out. And it's called Star Wars. And I don't remember the full name, but you all know what I'm talking about. Let me just burp, gargle it, gargle it, gargle. Um, um, shit. I don't know what the name. Oh, The Force Awakens. Okay, so it came out um back in December on 18th, and so far, um, it's it's only done a small box office amount. It's only according to I'm goggling it right now, and it says that. Um, it said it did 2.028 billion. And uh, so anyway, so uh, the movie came out and of course everybody and their brother um, about the movie. And of course it, it did, you know, just a few billion in the box office. And uh, well, the thing was that I've been wanting to see this for the longest time. And of course, because I was not doing well with my leg that I, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't want to just sit in the chair and, um, you know, I didn't know how long I'd, I'd be doing. And it was just like different things kept happening and we kept missing it, kept missing it, kept missing. And, and finally, like two weeks ago, I said, Roger, we got to go see this movie in the theater. Cause I really want to see it because it's a big, you know, box office summer or December fall thingy. It's a big blockbuster. It should be seen at the theater. And I want to see it. So we were going to do it like two weeks ago. And then what happened was that it was only when I looked at AMC's website, it only showed it like there till Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And I was going to be going out of town. And I thought, we are not going to be able to see it. And it's coming out on DVD on April the 1st. And I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then he looked like the few days later and he goes, oh, it's still at the theater. We should go see it. So on Sunday, I said to Roger, I said, let's go see the movie. So we went to go see the like uh, four something showing. And and I'm sitting there before the previews and what they have too many damn previews. And we're sitting there and all of a sudden the, the music starts. And I'm like, I turned into like a 12 year old. I was just like, <laughs> and I was just like all excited. I was like, oh my God, it's all the blah. And I was just going on and on. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait. And I was like watching this. And uh, and I just have to say that I was just so excited. And then I'm reading the beginning. And it's telling the beginning of the story. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, it, it starts. It starts. It starts going. And uh, and I have to say. Now, I don't want to spoil it for anybody because that's the one thing that I was very shocked by. Because if you are a fan of what, I don't care what it is, if you're a fan of any show, any movie, especially with the way social media is now, that especially if the movie's been out for a while, that if there's somehow you're going to get it spoiled if you're not one of the first people to watch it and so i thought since i hadn't seen it for a couple months that i thought oh there's gonna be some way somehow i'll just read an entertainment weekly or i'll be online or i'll be on facebook and someone's like oh, you remember? and it's gonna ruin it for me and um 
And I have to tell you that I've been very, very good. And the minute anybody says anything, I would like fast forward if it was a podcast or I would go fast forward with the remote if there's something about it because I did not want to read anything. I mean, I only read a few reviews that said it was good and all this stuff. So I'm thinking, oh, great. This is awesome. I'm going to be able to see it. I'm not going to be spoiled. I'm not going to be spoiled. And so Roger and I went to go see it. And I have to say that I thought it was very good. The only comment that I'm going to, I mean, there, I don't even want to say the comment because if, like, I just read the topic, did not see it yet. And, uh, okay, so, uh, I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, my Apple Watch is talking to me. So, anyway, so I went to go see, we went to go see the movie. And I have to say, there's something I want to say. I really, really, really want to say it. But I don't want to spoil it for anybody because there's certain things that happen in this movie that remind me of other movies. And the way that they did it, it it's just instead of being a new story, it, it kind of, you know, they kind of took an old story and they kind of redid it a little bit. And so it kind of pissed me off. And uh, but I have to say the the movie, the special effects, the fighting scenes, the, you know, all are amazing and incredible. In fact, when the movie comes out on DVD or whatever, I'll probably buy the damn thing. But um, but I, I just it was a little bit disappointed. Now the funny thing is that right after I watched the movie, the very very next day, I am driving around doing my job, which is depressing and sad and and all that stuff. Um, because it's incredibly, incredibly super slow right now. And uh, and it's just driving me crazy. So in order to compensate that for what I do is I listen to podcasts. Now, what happened was on that day, I decided to go see, or not go see, but to listen to um, a, a wonderful show. It's called It's All About Me with Ed and Mark and Curtis. And I was listening because, like I'll tell you before, and I'll tell you again, is that just like I'm always fashion behind on podcasts before, well, with my lovely injury, um, I was even further behind. So I was like way behind on a bunch of people. So I thought, well, I'm, I'm having kind of a sad day. So I think what I need to do is I need to cheer myself up and listen to Ed, Mark, and Curtis because they're really funny and I really like them. And so I listened to an episode. And it's, you know, it's a couple months old, and I think it was in January. And, well, the funny thing is, now this is the day after I see the movie. And for those of you who listen to their show, you will probably know what I'm talking about when I tell you. But right in the middle of that episode, they get a voicemail from another podcaster, Mr. Barron, uh, Frosty, and he basically goes on about the movie. And he ta- and the thing was that Ed and Mark, and I love them, but in this particular time, they did not say, hey, if you haven't seen the Star Wars movie, uh, you might not want to listen to this next spot. And the next thing you know, it's Baron leaving a long voicemail about the movie and his comments about the movie, which I kind of echo um, in my thoughts. So if you listen to that, you then already know what I want to say, but I'm not going to say because, again, I'm not going to spoil it because I don't want it spoiled for me. So I would not want to spoil it for anybody else. So if you listen to that show and you listen to that voicemail, then you already know what I'm talking about. So anyway, so here it is the day after I saw that movie. Now, had I listened to that episode when it came out, I would have been very perturbed because then it would have spoiled 
the movie because they now they didn't go through a lot of graphic detail i mean he didn't give all the the things but he did say some comments that kind of would have taken the fun out of seeing the movie when it comes out and you this is the first time you've watched it so um so i just thought it was kind of funny the day after i see the movie they i play that podcast that ends up talking about it and then that's happened before like without nabby or with scandal or breaking bad or these other shows that i have watched where i'm a little bit behind on and then like i was watching the show called sons of anarchy and i happen to be on this one tv website and i was you check in every time you watch an episode so i was checking in that i watched the episode and i was like at season one or two and one of the people had posted, Oh my God, I can't believe blah, blah, blah got killed last night. Because the, the newer season, the newer episode, had just been posted. <coughs> and it totally ruined. Now granted, by the time I got to that episode, I probably hopefully would have forgotten. But the thing was that I didn't. And it just kept popping my hand like, Oh, when is that going to happen? When's that going to happen? When is that going to happen? So it kind of was a little frustrating. Okay, so um, anyway, so there we go. And uh, hello, spoilers. What are you talking about, Sigma? What are you talking about? Okay, are you talking about Toppy's comment? <coughs> um, Toppy just said, I remember back in the day when the first Star Wars movie came out in the 1970s, our theater here in Pickle Hollow played the movie so many weeks by the end of its run after 500 million showings, the print had started to get pretty scratched and beat up, but nobody cared. We all kept going to see it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And again. Okay, and then Toppy says, uh, what did everybody think about the final episode of Downton Abbey? And Sigma says, didn't see it. Shh! And I don't know if he's talking about the Star Wars or he's talking about Downton Abbey. And Toppy said, everybody shut up about Downton Abbey. Toppy I thought the show's good, and I loved it. No, no, no. But I'm not going to spoil it because, again, I don't want to spoil it for people. Because I am not that kind of person. You know, because there's other podcasts that they, they flat out say, hey, we watched this movie. We're going to spoil the hell out of it. Don't listen to us if you don't want to know. And so I just completely skipped that episode. If I have any desire of um, watching it, then then I'm going to do it. Okay. That's what I say. So, um, God damn it, it's 9.45, I only have 15 minutes left. This, I didn't really think I was going to have a whole lot to talk about, but I guess I did. But, uh, anyway, so, now, the other thing I want to talk about today, and this is why I'm in kind of, the last few days have been kind of, the few weeks of work have been really depressing and sad and slow and depressing, and the weather's been really bad, and, you know, it's been cold and crappy, and then the last few days it's been nice, uh, and which I'm really grateful for, because I would much rather have... Um, 57 degrees with a little wind, then have um, 30 with ice and snow and all that crap. So it's just been really, really super sad and depressing. And then the other thing that's been happening is that with a lot of my customers, what's happening is they call me and say, hey, well, I want to see you. And then I go see them and then they say, oh, well, we can't do the transaction because of this. Even though they told me on the phone that we could. When they schedule the appointment, then I get there and I drive like an hour, hour and a half and I get to the account and then they say, well, we don't have any problem you doing what you're going to do to look at the stuff, but we're not going to be able to complete the transaction. And, you know, so imagine if I had, you know, booked a hotel, you know, the food, you know, all the extra expenses that I would have had, had I just, you know, did that thinking that, hey, we're going to get some business and then I go all that way and I do that and then it's shitty weather on top of it and it's slow and then I have all these things happen that fall apart and it's just really 
depressing. And then this morning I woke up and the, one of the first things I always do is I, you know, I'm getting ready and I hurt and take a quick glance at Facebook and I'm looking at all this stuff. And I can't tell you today, I had so many people writing sad and very sad, depressing things. Like this one person said, oh, my mom's probably not going to make it through the end of the day. Oh, my dad's probably not going to make it. Um, another person said they got in a car accident. And then today, um, someone that I really care about a lot had uh, got fired from their job because they had posted something on Facebook um, that they thought was, you know, just friends only. And they, well, somehow the boss found out about it and they saw it and they were pissed and this person got fired. So I just want to tell you folks that if you're on Facebook, you're on the Twitter, you're on the Instagram and you don't have your account secured somehow or you don't have people that you don't want to know your business, uh, you better have them blocked or whatever you can to protect yourself because people, bosses nowadays, do not play. And so, I mean, I thought it was what, see, what I found out happened to my, to this person, you know, I thought, yes, I can understand that if a boss saw that, that they would be pissed. And I, I understand that if there was no other prior um, incidents of things happening that I think that they probably should have said, okay, you shouldn't have done that. We want you to take that post down. Um, we don't want you to post stuff like that again. You know, giving them a warning, I get that. But to fire someone over, and I read the post, and I have to say that, yes, it's it was a little bit of a bitch and whine about work, but I didn't realize at the time that they were bitching moaning about their boss, but they were bitching about something and so basically what happened is this person lost their job. And so it's really it couldn't have happened at a worse time with the situations going on with them right now. And I'm not going to get into it. Again, it's not my business to to tell you that. But um, anyway. <coughs> so um, and then uh, Toppy just said, to be honest, I've never seen a single episode of Downton Abbey, but my parents love it. They were very happy with the final episode. Yes, it was very good. Um, Sigma Wolf says, recap, don't go to dinner with Redhead. Rude! Okay. Uh, and then, uh, Toppy says, I bet some days Ramble wishes he could sprout Wolverine claws and slice people's head off. Yes, I will. Um, and then he woke up and that burns me up too. What? I don't get that. I don't get that. Anyway, so, uh, there we go. So, yes. Well, see, lately, folks, what's been happening to me that gets a little bit of the, uh, is... What I don't like is when you go out to eat and you're at a restaurant, I don't care if it's fast food or a regular restaurant or whatever, but if you go and you want to have a nice meal, whether it's crappy fast food or if it's at a Applebee's or a Friday's or whatever, or if you're eating at a, a fancy restaurant and spending thousands of dollars on a meal, the last thing you want to do is hear a screaming child with a parent who doesn't do anything about it, like every single day for the last few days, I've been going to eat somewhere and there's this screaming kid yelling and screaming and throwing things and having a tantrum and uh, the parents do absolutely nothing. And I really, I was really like one point, I just wanted to go up to the mother and say, you are a horrible human being. Not yell at the kid, but the mother. So, I mean, it just really aggravated me. And I'm telling you right now that I'm sure that all of you have experienced it and I'm sure that all of you wish they could go... But uh, but it's been really bad. And then today I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how they were um, how bad crazy people were. And uh, and I have to say that lately I've been having a little bit of the crazy driver stuff like people, you know, the intersection 
is like, okay, let me say you're at an intersection, the light turned green, and I'm turning right, and the, in the opposite lane, there's someone turning left. Normally, with the, the, the laws of the traffic, is that the person going right is normally goes first, and then the person going left will go next. And that's how it's supposed to be. But no, this guy decided he was going to cut me off, and, and so I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. and then the next thing I'm driving through this intersection, the light turns green, and this car is 30, the speed limit is 30, and he's going like 15, and then he's cutting across lanes and doesn't signal, and uh, all this craziness is going on, it's just absolutely stupid driving. And uh, so I get a little road ragey. And so that's why I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to books on CD that are happy and uplifting and cheering and wonderful and marvelous. So I can go, God damn it, you motherfuckers, I'm going to be Okay, there we go. So there we go. All right. So this is very important. Um, uh, the Blue Jeans guy says, always be careful as possible when posting on Facebook. Uh, Toppy said, if you use the social media, I'm afraid you have to be cautious because it only comes back to you and kick your ass. And Sigma said, also make sure that if you, if your job has a social media policy. And Toppy says, I get a little road ragey sometimes. I, I, I try not to, you know, because I'm listening to, like, I'm reading, like, Toppy, if you know, I always post these quotes and about being positive and being cheery and being nice and generous to other people. But other days you just want to say, fuck you, you goddamn son of a bitch, goddamn it, fuck you and you and your... And you just want to go on and on and ramble and rage. But but then there's times you want to be happy and cheery and wonderful and life is marvelous. And then today you have posts like that about people dying. And then, of course, it makes me think about my mom. And it was just really sad. And then I drove an hour and a half to go to see this account. And then I get there. And then they say, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. And I said, well, I talked to blah, blah, blah. And they said that blah, blah, blah. I should talk to this. And then you talk to blah, blah. And that other blah, blah doesn't know what the fuck you're doing. And then you go and you're like, what? And then you're on the phone trying to talk to blah, blah. But the other blah, blah is in a meeting. So you can't talk to blah, blah. So you talk to other blah, blah. And they can't talk blah, blah, blah. And I'm doing blah, blah, because I can't talk about my job because i'm not gonna talk my job because if i talk my job then my boss could listen to this and then they should fire me and i don't want to be fired from my job okay because <laughs> i need my income okay because i got bills to pay okay and I have a wedding to plan and and vacations and windows and doors and floors and shit like that and the cats need food because they like to eat and they're gonna eat everything in the house if i don't do it they're gonna eat the cardboard cat i don't know what i'm talking about okay okay in other words, how I feel about you, Illuit. Um, uh, you're listening to Mark and Ed. <laughs> so anyway, so I just thought it was, it was, it was, you know, Chris. Oh my God, I got six more minutes. Oh my God. So the last few days have just been kind of sucky. Sad. Okay. Now, the other thing that happens is, now let me ask, I want your opinion on this. See, what happened is, see, I'm, see, you know, David's can say all these mean things and be ornery and cruel and vicious sometimes. But the thing is that I am a very nice guy. I try to go above and beyond for my friends. I try to do things. And uh, and I, I just want to say, like, for example, this is what's happening. Oh, by the way, I just want to let you know that next Tuesday on the 15th, I will not be able to, um, I will not be doing my show next week. 
um, because, and this is why I'm telling you, because I want to tell you what's happening next week. And this is my thing that I'm doing as a nice, generous thing. Is because um, for people who have listened to the older shows, um, I have a friend. His name is Doug, and he's been in the, he was in the Navy, and he's been on the show several times, and he's a really uh, great friend. And uh, well, anyway, he is a big, huge Star Trek nut. Okay, and so Roger likes Star Trek, and then my other friend Doug, my best friend Doug of uh, forty-one years, he likes Star Trek, and then my oldest godson likes Star Trek now. So um, this is what's happening. So next Tuesday at the Morris Civic Auditorium in South Bend, Indiana, they're going to have the Star Trek: The Ultimate Voyage, which brings five decades of Star Trek to the Morris for the very first time in a lavish live experience. A full sympathy orchestra featuring internationally acclaimed instruments perform the franchise's groundbreaking and wildly popular musical achievements while iconic Star Trek film and TV footage is beamed in high definition to magnificent 40-foot video screen. The performance includes music from the Star Trek, the original series, Star Trek The Motion Picture, which is a horrible, rotten film, uh, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Khan, and then we also have Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, Star Trek Interaction, the Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Voyager, and much more. Music lovers, film goers, science fiction fans, and anyone who loves a great live performance won't want to miss this once-in-a-lifetime concert experience combining breathtaking Star Trek visuals with a spectacular full-fetch spectrum of sound with a live sympathy orchestra. Right? See? And I thought, wow, I could invite, I could buy tickets for Roger and Doug, the two Dougs, and my godson. We'll have five people. We'll go out to dinner. We'll go see the show. It'll be marvelous. So I go to the website and or actually I went to the website to look at the tickets they were not selling very well and then when Roger and I went to go see one of the shows that we saw I went to the theater and I said hey I want to buy five tickets so I said I want to get I don't want to be too close but I don't want to be too far so I they gave me the best tickets I pay the you know money and then I'm getting ready I'm excited but the thing is I haven't told uh, my best friend Doug about it because I want to surprise him and then my godson from Indianapolis is going to drive up and he's going to have dinner with us and the other Doug I want to surprise him but then I forgot that he had to put in his schedule for work so I had to tell him so I didn't want to tell him because I wanted to surprise him too but I bought tickets for everybody and then guess what guess what happened yesterday or the day before is I get open up my email and there's a lovely message from the Morris and it says hey we just want to let you know we have a special promotion on the Star Trek tickets you buy one you get one 50% off so then I called the Morris and I said, hey, uh, I bought tickets before. Are you doing anything for people that paid full price for these goddamn tickets? And they said, no, we're not doing anything. That's a promoter. That's what they're doing. This is on them because they're not selling tickets. So we'll probably be the only ones there. But anyway, so I just wanted to ask you a question. Do you think that you think that's wrong? Um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, Toppy says, I know what Ramble describing sounds a little lame, but I think I'd enjoy it. Does anybody have an idea what he's saying? Uh, Sigma says, uh, but hired him to do that promo? Bomp, bomp. So I just thought it was really suck. Because I spent, you know, I spent like 50 some $60 a ticket. And then they're all half price. This made me bad. It made me angry. So, so anyway, so that's the moral story. Don't buy tickets if you don't think it's going to go. Because I should have known better. I should have known better. But then the thing is, if I would have waited, then I wouldn't have got the seats that we have. So the bottom line is, is that you can be nice, but you just can't bitch about it. Okay? You can't bitch about it! Okay. So, anyway. So, 
So my best friend has no clue. So what we're going to do is we're going to surprise him and say, hey, we're all going to get the dinner, go to dinner. And then he's going to say, why can't my wife go? And I said, oh, this is penis only, penis only. So um, so anyway, so that's what's happening is that we're going to go see that next Tuesday. So it's going to be right. I don't know how long this thing is. So maybe I might get home in time. I don't know. But uh, uh, Sigma says, I would challenge the ticket issue. But they said, no, we don't do it. It's up to the promoter to do what they want to do with their ticket. So, I mean, in fact, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just, I got one minute left, David. You're just going to have to tolerate this. Oh, God. Um, but if you go Google it right now, you can actually see the preview for this. And I guess it's going all over the country. And, okay, I'm looking. Oh, it's still loading. So, please help. Okay, right now, as of today, this, this show is next Tuesday. There's 244 seats for the orchestra, 460 for the main floor. There's... 142 seats in the mezzanine there's 270 in the first balcony 363 in the second and there's 184 tickets in the third balcony so i just think that's a little crazy so um anyway but the thing is that i like some star trek i've seen all the movies but i have not really watched any of the shows so i'm probably gonna the one going oh my god this is horrible okay (laughs) Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. I got. It's over time. I'm sorry, David. I, it's ten o'clock. But anyway, I love you, people. You're wonderful, marvelous. You're open, wonderful people. I love you. Go to my website, rambleredheaded.com, and leave a comment. But nobody leaves comments anymore. Call my phone line five seven four eight zero seven nine one seven one. No one does that either. Um, go to iTunes and write a five star review. Sigma, that would be wonderful. Sigma, go ahead and do it. And I would appreciate it. But nobody does that anymore. And uh, you can add me as a friend on Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff. Okay, so without any further ado, I'm going to say goodbye. I love you. love you. Have a wonderful day. Remember, crazy redhead from Indiana loves you. And I wish you all the best. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. Okay? Oh, goodbye. All right, see you later. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I told you already. Goodbye. Stop pestering me. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.